0: And underrated primetime soap opera of the Early Yachts, the OC. I am your host for the evening, Mike Gravanyan. With me as always is my boon companion, the handsomest gentleman around the West, the one, the only Ryan.
1: What is up? I am here, and I am excited, and I am so dressed up that I have taken off my typical lobster bib that i usually wear <laughs> and i have a full-on crocheted etsy lobster bib because this is about to get dirty lobster style
0: i like it you're, you're always down to clan you never know when you're gonna eat lobster so he's got that plastic bib on and what's great about the etsy bib is they say you can wash it but man butter stains don't come out that is going to get just heavier and heavier through the years
1: which and but it, they also don't lose their taste that's just little yes. patches of old you know fermented butter that you have forever
0: much like a cast iron skillet, you're never supposed to actually wash it, so it retains the flavor and then it becomes a sex thing later.
1: If you do want more information about how we feel about butter, uh, contact at your dot com and get our butter emails that's from very la- good That's from last episode.
0: Also, with us because it's episode 100. They said they could never get there. They said, of course, certainly lives and wives would get in the way, but nothing could stop the OC train. So, we did get to 100 from the Unnatural 20s. You know them. You feel okay about them. Cassie <laughs> and Caitlin.
2: Hey, what's up, guys? Hey! I do feel a little bit like Ryan got such a warm welcome, and I get it. He's done 100 episodes with you, but that was, that was a little bit weak. I didn't even get an air horn.
1: Uh, Hold on.
3: Thank you. Oh, you Thank got you. a air it. horn. There you go.
1: If you, if you listen to Superhero Show Show, um, everybody knows that Cassie gets what Cassie wants, yeah. whatever she is asking for. Um,
0: this ain't that show.
1: Number two, <laughs> show. I have not done. Mike has not done 100 episodes with me. I've yeah. done 100 episodes of the OCD, some sure. of them with Mike, some of them with Cassie and Caitlin.
0: That's right. But When, when you say some of them, you can just say 85. Like, it's still the vast majority have done with Mike. I'm sorry that I had to disappear for last summer. Okay. There's also, is you should be the host, but the board obviously looked at you and went, nah. Nah. We can't
2: bring that up on the 100th. Come on. We can't. Oh, I thought
0: the 100th was the time to air grievances. Go ahead. It's like when you go to your mom's 80th birthday and you're like, now I'm going to tell you why you're a twat.
2: You are dying any moment and here you go.
1: And then what I like to do in that situation, have you guys ever kicked a cake as hard as you can?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, next but time now you, I have a life goal.
1: <laughs> next time you have some things to say, don't say them to the birthday party person or the anniversary or whatever it is. Just stand up on the table and kick the cake as hard as you can.
3: <laughs> oh, fuck. So if you stand on the table, then that means you have to kick down. So you like karate chop with your foot that cake. Yeah, That's fucking it, powerful.
0: Curb stomping the cake. Yeah. the only time you're not is you're at a wedding, and then I mean I respect it, but you're you're ruining some people's days if you're at a wedding kicking those tears. Wait, hold on. Yeah,
1: maybe I'm thinking you guys are thinking of like a, a cake that's too flat. I'm talking about like a multi-tiered cake uh-huh. that I'm only cake. at a wedding. Only at a wedding. Wedding to have like the, they're the only person that can have multi-tiered cake.
0: Have you ever been anywhere else with a multi-tiered cake?
1: I'll tell you what's multi-tiered is my fucking mom. After I kick her cake, she's gonna have. <laughs> tears all over the place
0: i'll tell you what's multi-tiered me when i hear you say fucking multi-tier like some <laughs> fucking redneck
1: all right so it's all coming out then tonight isn't it
0: <laughs> i thought yeah it's 100th episode we're not covering an actual episode of the oc last three weeks we covered the dearly beloved the season finale of season two of the oc so now we're just here to like let her hair down and let her fucking hate out
2: that's what They said you guys wouldn't make it to 100, and now you're going to make sure you don't make it past, so I'm proud of you guys. Yeah,
0: we're going to fucking murder everybody in this room. <laughs> <laughs> no, t- tonight is very exciting. It's not just that our friends are here, the people who tried to replace me but couldn't. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of the OC. We, of course, are having a segment. Ryan and I just spent three weeks talking about Dearly Beloved, so we should spend a little more time finding what other people think about Dearly Beloved. Also, so I'll be talking about that.
1: Congratulations on saying those words in a non-Prince fashion. I think that's the first yeah. time you've done that.
0: <laughs> Dearly Beloved. Hard. <laughs> but next, uh, after that, we will, of course, be talking about uh, Hide and Seek. But nope, you can't. I can't do Prince and other thing.
1: <clears throat> it was so close. Try again.
0: Thank you.
1: I'm sorry. You said you can't do Berenstein Bears. What?
0: <laughs> I can't do Berenstein <laughs> Bears in Too Many Birthdays. We will be digging into Hide and Seek by Imogen Heap. Off the 2005 hit album, Speak for Yourself. And then we will also be digging into Dia Sister, the SNL uh, sketch, which I think most people uh, who didn't watch the show actually know all of this from. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then there might be a little competition. All that and more on tonight's The OCD. Ryan. Yeah. Keep your fucking mouth shut so I can say Cassie. (laughs) Caitlin. Mike. Mike. What do you have to tell us about dearly? beloved
2: man I don't know what we could say that you guys haven't covered in these last three episodes but have you have you talked about how it's just like one of the most life-changing moments that we have all gone through Because we watched it just last night for no absolute no reason, except to like just get hyped. We just started
3: slapping each other afterwards because we were that excited.
1: (laughs) In the face?
0: Across the (laughs) face.
3: Obviously. Across the face. (laughs) It's just because you watch that, and it doesn't matter how dead you are coming into it, you become alive, you become vibrant with color, so much color that you must slap it out of yourself into someone else.
1: I mean, I would say Uh, that you two are the only people on the planet right now who hear that Mike and I... Did three podcasts, three hour long podcasts about Dearly Beloved, and are like, that's it? Like,
3: too short. Can you guys believe that
1: that was one single episode of television?
3: There was so much that went on.
2: There was so much. I can tell you, the best thing we did is that we haven't watched an OC episode in so long. I'm sorry to met that on here. But then we hopped in just to the greatest single one of all times. And it just like, it was the biggest thing of like, it, we had all the nostalgia factors, but then also just like the wow factor of them cramming so much into this episode.
1: I have so, so many, many questions. Things. I have so many questions for you guys. Um, but let's start with the fact that you guys are maybe not born in the OC. Uh, Caitlin, you're a normal person, Yes born yes. in Orange County. Correct. Caitlin, you or uh, Cassie you were born
2: uh Riverside?
1: Yes, okay. She's yes.
0: okay, we don't want to be mean. So what, around these parts we say she's a friend of Julie. She's
1: yeah. a friend of Julie.
2: <laughs> friend's with Julie and we both like 7-Eleven donuts. Thank you very much. It's our favorite. <laughs>
0: At- powder, powder, powder.
2: <laughs> Get that powder any way we can.
1: I think we could all agree that if there's one TV character that Cassie emulates, and basically it just is, it's Julie Cooper, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she oozes mm-hmm. Julie Cooper.
2: Yes, thing. thank you. I know this is all an insult, but listen, I am like, I am <laughs> no, two weeks we love away. No, Julie. <laughs> well, then good, because I'm like two weeks away from getting just like an old guy to be my money bag. Like, I'm in it for the money only. I'm all for this. I'm all for the Julie Cooper life.
1: Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound Riverside at all. What I want... Wondered- <laughs> What I wanted to ask you guys is, I don't, you guys have never lived in Garden Grove, but you've probably been there before. Was this roughly the sort of experience that you've had with people from Garden Grove?
2: I've never, like, that was the most wild thing is because, like, so when they introduced, like, Corona, Corona and Riverside had, like, Buckwild entrances into this show, but, like, and then they brought brought in Garden Grove, and that's the one that threw me off the most because I knew the reputation for the other two, and then the, this was their interpretation of Garden Grove, and I was like, in what, in what way? It's like a nice little <laughs> suburban town, like it's Literally, just a nice, pleasant time. I've got so many good pastries over I mean, here. Yes,
1: <laughs> it, it's akin to somebody saying, "That's how we fucking do it in Fountain Valley, bitch."
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so little difference other than a zip code between Fountain Valley and Garden Grove. You will not know when you cross from one to the other.
3: Mm-hmm. I feel like there's not a lot going on in Garden Grove. So the fact that these hard ass gangsters are coming from Garden Grove, it was it was good. It was good. Well shit. what's great
0: is they're hard ass for Newport. I yeah. bet they get fucking mocked in Garden Grove. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> they, well, they came in with an attire. Like, they had an all blacked out attire with just silver chains. Like, they had a whole, their crew had to have a look, and that's how yeah, you know. Yeah, they matchy
0: matchied. That's how
2: you know. Sure. Like, <laughs> how I much you guess wanna, that could be the Garden Grove
3: gang. How much you want to bet they had sliders on? The way that they were wearing those shorts and, like, the t shirt, I feel like they had to wear just some slippies with that. Oh, that the slides? You yeah. can't
2: run. You can't run when you're in slides. though. You you can't, the only downside. You're,
3: you're What so is a right.
0: slide. A little
3: you know, like,
2: slippies. Slippies.
0: Oh. Like, I thought like shoes that like were mini skis, like wheelies <laughs> but with skis. They're the sandals
2: that don't have a back. It's just like over the toes. You know? <laughs> They're wheelies. I, lo- you know.
1: I love how the the people from Garden Grove also continue the O. C. tradition of you, you know those people that like went to those colleges, like Florida State or Alabama, and it's mm-hmm. just it's a part of their personality. They bring it up all up. of the time. Um everyone in the O. C. they can't end a conversation without like shouting out some pride to whatever city they're from, you know. Like if you're from Garden Grove, you must bring it up at the end of every drug transaction that you are in. Midway City.
2: There is one gang, and it's these four guys, and they're just trying to build up the reputation for Garden Grove so hard. They're just like yeah. they kick over, they're kicking cakes and stuff, and they're like, "That's for Garden Grove, baby," and they just walk out.
0: I guess Garden Grove hates cakes
1: <laughs> and the backs of sandals. Oh.
0: What what was the biggest, like, oh, fuck, I did not expect that or did not remember that if you had seen Daily Beloved before?
2: What I completely forgot is Jimmy Cooper in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot that this guy straight up went back and he was like, it's been a day. He straight up put the moves, like, his body was just buried and he was like, this is my time. That was the most unreal moment to me that I completely forgot because it's just so Jimmy Cooper.
1: It's shocking, but it's not. Because it's Jimmy Cooper, you know? Of course this is how he's going to handle this situation.
2: He was like, they're all in mourning. They're at their lowest right now. This is when I can strike, baby.
0: (laughs) Daddy's back, and I'm not talking about Marissa.
2: (laughs) He's just ready to be a whole family again. But that was definitely the moment that, like, I completely broke from my mind, but it felt so right to be in this episode.
1: And Caitlin? He goes full Jimmy, too, when uh, they're like, we should be together. Me, you, Julie, you, Marissa. And they're like, Caitlin. He's like, Caitlin. That's my, what oh. we, who the fuck is Wait, that? Wait, She had alopecia. Is that? <laughs> oh, do you mean short Marissa? Yeah, she can come too.
0: Well,
3: we still love her. We care about her. I guess bring her back. <laughs> She's at boarding school.
0: <laughs> Caitlin, what was the wildest thing in the episode for you?
3: Oh God. Well, I think it's it's just the biggest part, which is uh, how hard the song comes in um, at both times it's used. Uh, I th- we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but that hide and seek
1: song—it
3: mm-hmm. comes on at first when Caleb's hearse rounds the corner in Newport Coast, and it yeah. like hits in a, such a weird way. And it it's and it says, "What the hell is going on?" As like the hearse <laughs> is coming around, I'm like, "Oh my god, fucking forgot how this shit went down."
1: You're you're watching this and you're hearing her say, "Sing, what the hell is going on?" You're like, yes. "I know, oh, I, I no! was just about to ask that."
2: We were almost in sync when we said that.
1: It's it's crazy because I always forget about the first time, you know, like Mm -hmm. the last, we can get into this later, but uh, like realizing again that it's actually in the episode at the halfway point, you know, hits Mm -hmm. in a whole different way.
0: And then all your, especially if you've seen it before, all you think of is like, oh shit. All I'm thinking about now is the real scene with this song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit that Caleb is dead. I know Trey is going to be dead
1: soon. So once you hear that song, you expect all of the limos like to stand up as Transformers and pull out guns and start shooting <laughs> yeah, people.
2: out this British Grove. chick
0: with weird multicolored dreads just conducts them. <laughs>
1: uh, this... one, thing, one thing I wanted to ask you guys about, because Mike and I talked about this for a long time. At the very end of the episode, um, Summer comes over after she just found out what happened to Marissa and she rings the doorbell of the Cohen household. Ryan and Seth are in the pool and Seth hears the doorbell and says, well, with the way things have been going lately, that's probably all over. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you guys understand what that means and how it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard?
3: <laughs> I actually, I don't think I caught this the first time we watched this because I heard it this time around and I was like, oh, the fuck, it brought back Oliver. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was, it was pretty clever, funny.
1: Do you guys miss Oliver? Do you guys wish that he no, actually was in the God episode? No,
3: God <laughs> no, God no. He was on for way too fucking long.
0: Do you think that Oliver and Jess would make a good couple?
3: They Ooh. both are the worst,
2: so it would be <laughs> like there would maybe if you get them both together, it would be somewhat entertaining, or it would just be the worst thing ever. But I don't know. I don't know the like math on that. If you get two shitheads together, if you it get, equals a half decent like thing to watch, <laughs> or if it's just like that's
1: the what the happened to my parents thing. when they had me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's it's hard to say that Cassie is basically straight up Julie Cooper in real life when Jess is there. Because isn't, isn't Cassie isn't <laughs> Cassie more Jess than asshole. anybody?
0: It's so <laughs> weird. Cassie, you, you won't see Cassie for weeks, and then she'll just be in your house at four in the morning yeah. when you were sleeping with a duffel bag of money and be like, we're going to Vegas. And
2: you're <laughs> like, I did, what? It's because I've been watching you guys for weeks and I'm watching what your weak points are and then I'm going to strike at the worst moment to bring you down in all the worst ways.
0: The, the weirdest part is how you always pull pencils out of people's pockets yeah. and you're some sort of magician because nobody in 2020 holds pencils in their pockets, mm-hmm. but you're just like, I need a pencil? <laughs> <laughs> Any final words before we have to, unfortunately, move on from your final thoughts on this?
2: Oh, my God. To, like, just wrap it up in one little bit right here? Is and an- if you
1: could wrap it, that would be preferred.
3: Okay. Okay. Uh, when Trey gets shot... And his face back at the camera. I forgot how long he stares at the fucking camera. <laughs> forgot how long he's like, oh, You
1: fucking shot me.
3: <laughs> and then he just stares, 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 and then he like slowly slumps. It I forgot how how fucking long that was.
1: It's one of those moments where he says it like that and then Ryan and Marissa look at each other like, we're not in slow motion right now, bro. Like, <laughs> you're just doing this on purpose.
0: And he's like, oh, you're going to make fun of me because I got shot. You're going to make fun of me because I got shot.
1: <laughs> Before they saying. had the power to like do the slow motion effect in camera or with editing, they had to shoot people, and that's how we saw slow motion.
2: <laughs> they don't have the effects to like make it a little blurry to like help it out either. It's just stuck on his face, and he's like, you just got to sell it, dude. <laughs> but that's what like the OC has so much where there's like so much told just between looks and that is really on display throughout this whole episode yes
1: can I ask let me ask all three of you this because Mike we didn't talk about this should Marissa go to jail
2: nah nah she's in the clear
1: yeah she's
0: she's rich she boyfriend defense
1: (laughs) she defended her boyfriend and then also shot her sexual assaulter
0: yeah Yeah. she should get a medal do you want to be on (laughs) that jury
1: do you want to be on that jury saying like yeah sorry I just gotta put her in prison she's 17 Uh, no she's gotta go
0: no. I mean, someday, if this was real life, this is America. So, Trey at some point would scream at her how it was his dad's fault and he just loves beer. And it, it would just be broadcast to national TV.
2: But, you but, know, like, that gets her, like, the key to the city in Riverside. So, <laughs> she should be celebrated fully.
0: They have outlaw justice in Riverside, yes, and that's sir. why it's actually a pretty cool town. <laughs> uh, that is all the time we have for this. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, hide and seek. Mm. What the
1: hell is going oh. on? There the casket. Dust has oh. only just Began to fall. Crop circles in the carpet,
0: sinking feeling. Hide and Seek is the lead single from Speak for Yourself, the second solo album by British singer Imogen Heap, following her collaborative effort with Guy Sigsworth of Frau Frau. The album was released in the United States in 2005, written, produced, and arranged and funded by Heap without the backing of a record label. The lead single, Hide and Seek, which you're listening to right now, and the second single, Good Night and Go, and Speeding Cars, were all featured in the U.S. TV drama, The O.C., a little show you might have heard of.
1: The seminal hit of the early aughts?
0: The seminal hit of the early aughts. Uh, I do have to ask, Caitlin, Cassie, and Ryan, what is your life experience with Hide and Seek and or Image and Heap?
1: I honestly thought it was a cool scene but when I first saw it, but it wasn't until I saw a different thing that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. That was a skit on SNL where it all clicked. That was like, Oh fuck. No, wait, this is a crazy song. Like it all, I guess the scene was so cinematically wonderful at the end of dearly beloved that, uh, all of the, all of the things, all the paintbrushes were working together and it Mm -hmm. didn't stand out until SNL was like, This is a crazy fucking song.
0: (laughs) Have you guys heard this song? (laughs) The song itself
2: tells a whole story. So if you put it to a backing in anything, like it's going to sell it so much harder. And they just capitalized on that. But for me, I had no, like I had no, uh, I hadn't like heard this song before until that same skit. But if you guys want to really hate me, I kind of immediately attributed it to the mm, What You Say song by Jason, Jason Derulo. Derulo. Yeah. And that's kind of more of our intro into it. It was a backwards working to I knew Jason Derulo <laughs> and then came back to this one. So what's up, everybody?
1: Hold on. Jason Derulo, star of the film Cats?
0: Yes. Rob Tugger
1: himself. Yeah.
0: If you give him a mouse, he'd rather have a rat.
1: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Let's move on. Cassie, what is it called?
2: Rum Tum Tugger? Uh, No. 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 (laughs) Oh, the mm, muchiske? Just uh, what you say. What you say? Whatcha say. Whatcha.
1: Mm, Oh, yeah. Whatcha say. We're going to play the Jason Dorilla song? I always
2: want to type in the mm, and if you type in the mm, it just brings up mm bop, Mm -hmm. so that's not it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Okay, so it's if the chipmunk sang it. Yeah.
2: Just pop it up a bit.
1: So wrong, and then you got to so have him come wrong, in. Say his name. Girl, was
0: up oh. Okay. Okay. Turn it down really a little.
1: I fucking I've got heard this song. This I've been shit. in a strip
0: club a time or two. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> it has been for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I like. Th- there's a ton of music that I know because I heard how it was sampled first and then yeah. went back and learned it. So th- I don't think that's a big deal. Um the song Regulators by Warren G sampled the Doobie Brothers and so that's it's totally fine. And of course you should be sampling this. Like it's a fucking brilliant idea. Yeah. You know? And the it's song is not only a th-
0: brilliant idea, it's catchy and it's it's this weird electronica a cappella. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not gonna fuck with your song because it's electronica and she's just looping her voice. You can fuck with that so easily.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's one of the most haunting things about it is for so long, there is no beat. The beat is like her own metronome of just like the auto-tune of her voice re-looping again. And it is just like, it is truly haunting. There are some (laughs) times where I'm into listening to this and today it put me so on edge to have like it just like reverberating and going through. I was like, I can't, I can't do this.
1: This is also good for me and Mike uh, and our thrice weekly karaoke outings because every time we go to a different place, we type in Imogene Heap and she's never there. But I bet Jason Derulo is, and this is a way for us to sing it.
0: We'll just switch (laughs) off who's Jason and who's Imogen.
1: (laughs) I would say based on penis size, I would be Jason.
0: Uh, Caitlin, what is your life experience with the song? Same as Cassie's?
3: Uh, Very similar to Cassie. I heard the Jason Derulo version, and then I heard uh, Imogen Heaps. Because they would pair them together a lot on playlists, so mm-hmm. I'd heard hear a song and it goes t- went straight into the Jason Derulo song.
1: That's a that's a why is that a thing with playlists? That's I a no no. Why are <laughs> no. we doing that?
3: Either either I either just do it, the sample
0: or do the this isn't the song you think it is playlist, and it's only the originals or it's only the samples.
1: Yeah, or don't if do you go back to back, if you can mix the two together, you know, oh, like yeah. if you could. Just Somehow DJ your playlist. DJ your playlist. <laughs> but to go, here's this song, I don't know what I'm going to do, and then put that song after that, that's that's thoughtless.
0: Yeah, so what that kind of playlist is like, here's Jason Derulo, here's Imogen Heap, here's MIA, no, here's imi- The Clash.
3: It was, they were together. There is like a remix where oh, they okay. like slap together.
0: Yeah, that that's in, in most dance clubs. So I'm the only asshole was super into Frau and was just got into, super into Imogen Heap.
1: I feel like you knew that, and yeah. now you're trying to do a weird brag thing right now.
0: I'm not trying to brag, but can I tell you one of the most magical concerts I've ever been to? Yes, please. Uh, I'm going to push my glasses up and say, I went to Coachella when you could buy the tickets a week before.
1: Was and this, uh, I'm sorry, let me guess. Was it uh, when the Ninja Turtles played instruments, and it was called <laughs> yeah, like.
0: Shredder come, came out. Was coming out of is the sewer tour? Here's in a half shell. They were, the they were on Oprah.
1: They were on Oprah.
0: So Imogen was in a in tent. She wasn't on one of the main stages, and her. Big closer, her equipment broke down, her loopers broke down, and she was very flustered and very British, and she's like, oh, oh gosh, I don't know what to do. Uh, she's like, okay, you all know the song, right? You've seen the S C You all know the song. Uh, you have, when I point to you, you go, mm, what you saying? You have, you do this. And then she conducted the crowd and did all the backups for her while she sang, to the point that I think she fake sabotaged her equipment because it was fucking magical. Really? Wow. You were I at that show? That. Yes.
1: You're lying. I'm not lying. No, <laughs> you're lying. you you saw that video a long time ago, no, and your sir. fucking your broken pop culture-addled, no sir, alcoholic I, brain placed that hot, you in that.
0: are lying in that hot sweaty tent in Indio, California. Again, unless this is her gimmick and she does it at a lot of shows.
1: Okay, so you think that show is good, and you're pretty cool for being there, but you to my recollection, have never seen the Ninja Turtles play live music, correct?
0: You know that was my first concert, you son of a bitch. You know that was my first concert. Oh,
1: you are so full of lies tonight. I'm the Forrest
0: Gump of concerts. (laughs) Ryan, could you play towards the end when she does the little sing-songy ransom notes keep falling out your mouth just to get a different vibe? For some reason, people don't know this song.
1: Of course I can, but it's going to take a minute, Mike. So what is your next question? And then that'll come in later.
0: (laughs) What do you guys think uh, this song is about?
2: Oh, oh God! Just existential dread, and like, I have no idea how time continues on. How time is a man-made construct. It just like <laughs> it sent me down a dark loop sometimes.
3: <laughs> yeah, it just seems like she's just talking out her feelings, and so it doesn't really make sense as a listener. But like to her, it probably is really deep. But I don't.
0: That's get exactly it. the part I wanted you to put on. I think Ryan could hit those notes in karaoke. Oh, for sure.
1: Uh, I think I can hit every note in karaoke.
0: <laughs> I'm doing the, the sing-songy whispers underneath because I know what my range is. Uh, like, you
1: pretty- sort of dabbled in it, but can we get into more detail about her broken equipment and how this song is actually performed? Because this is a single lady, right? This mm-hmm. is just one of the frows of Frau Frow Frau. So... Uh, as far as I know, she puts, like, vacuum hoses in, like, her mouth and her ear, and then there's, like, a bunch of pedals everywhere. Yeah. Like, how, how does how does this song get played?
0: Yeah, so live, she she goes, like, da, 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 da and hits that, and then loops underneath, and she just lays it, lays it and lays it and lays it and lays it. And so just does each part and then, like, hits different things, so, like, everything hits at once in the big impactful moments.
1: But is it? I mean, like, isn't there something in her mouth, like a Darth Vader tube? That, yeah,
0: the v- vocoders.
1: Is that what Peter Frampton used to like make his guitar sing?
0: Yeah, and to jerk off. Peter <laughs> Frampton's a freak.
1: That's so. That's such coincidence because I jerk off to Peter Frampton. So he
0: doesn't. Anytime somebody sounds like they're choking on a vacuum, while they're singing, I'm into it. it's the weirdest instrument I don't know how I don't know how most things were invented I'm not a smart man but I do not know how somebody was like I bet I could put this tube in my mouth and sound funny when I talk (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure it's about Ending something with somebody you used to fuck, because they talk about being on the carpet a lot, which is only sex, and how there's oily marks on the walls, and then about you don't care a bit. So I think it is, Cassie, you said existential dread, and it's uh, in time. It's just a very, very emo, like, we're broken up, so nothing is anything anymore, Yeah, is is, is my take on it.
2: I always took, because there's that line that's like, uh, like, crop circles in the carpet or whatever, yeah. so I thought that was, like, you're, like, pacing, so, like, maybe they're breaking up at that time, and you're, like, debating it or something. But I, I could yeah. see, that I always put to, like, like, I tie that with like a funeral too like you're just like working through something and you're making little crop circles so yeah
0: and if you're gonna play this at a funeral that dead person doesn't care a bit and so it's very apt
1: let's be honest though like it is and this is not a knock like this is why it's amazing uh the lyrics and like the poetry behind it don't mean shit this song (laughs) this song is all about the the sound of it and like this sort of all of these sounds coming together to make the creation. So she really could have been uh, rapping about Captain Planet in the background and it would have been (laughs) fine, you know?
2: I would love to listen to that remake if we can get her on that. That
1: was was an ad.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, I thought it was just a drum. You made about... Domino's contactless delivery, which is not true, you guys. You still sign for it. You get very close to those delivery drivers.
2: This is a call out right now. But yeah,
1: I want to focus on, here's a dude that sang the song. I don't like when we talk about girl artists, you know, boy artists make me feel so much better, Uh, but who has that fucking thing in his mouth. Mm
0: -hmm. This sounds like Weedus. Oh, we all know this version.
1: Yeah. Mike, you've been featuring this in all of our recent episodes, but it's like it's, you have to sing with a giant beer bong straw in your mouth.
0: Which is why maybe that's everybody says I'm a bad singer. I've never tried to sing with a beer bong in my mouth.
2: <laughs> you know what? That might be what you need to do. I,
0: I, I want to just go around the horn here and say like, just as a standalone song, yes, you would listen to it or no, you would not. Is it just good music, Ryan? Yeah or nay?
1: Oh, I think it's awesome. I, to me, it feels like one of those things that it's hard to separate the, the the visual from the audio, you know. And I'll never be able to do that. Um, But it sounds like one of those songs where like you buy an album and it's eleven fucking stupidish, idiot songs, and then Uh this one is like where all of the effort went in. (laughs) It's all here, and it's fine. Like it's worth the you know price of the album just to get this yeah. one song but uh yeah no this is fucking amazing it doesn't mean that i will ever listen to another imagine heap song for the rest of my <laughs> life
3: Caitlin? uh i actually love the songs and it's in my playlist always yeah. uh because always every playlist is ever made i just uh one time i tried yoga for like a couple weeks and uh they played the song while we were doing yoga as like a serious thing and i couldn't take it seriously so it's one of those songs that i love but i also it's like i can't take it seriously because it's the oc and that thing we're going to talk about later.
1: Don't say anything. I'm not saying it.
3: Cassie?
2: Mine, like, I, I definitely have to be in a certain mindset to listen to it. I do love it, but it is one of those ones that I completely, like, I have to stop what I'm doing and give this song my attention and just live in it. Because, like, even just when the, like, what you say part comes into the song, it comes out of nowhere. Like, it's mm-hmm. its own complete different, like, act in the song, and it gets me every single time.
1: Oh, I remember like 15 years ago being at bars with my friends, my good friends, the ones that also watch the OC, and they'd be like, hey, just so you know, we're now taking requests uh, live on stage with the DJ. And we would say (laughs) this. what kind of bars you were in. (laughs) Coming up to the stage. (laughs) Imogene. And so we would request this because we loved it. And then it would it would come on and we would all start rocking out in a very strange way because A, we were incapable of rocking out, and two, no one can rock out of this song. So <laughs> impossible. It was a weird balance. You need to, like, <laughs> and then looking around the crowd dance. like We were like, we're gonna save this night for everyone. (laughs) Like, we're gonna rescue lowest song. Everyone thinks that Def Leppard is good, but wait (laughs) until they hear what we have. And then looking around the bar, and they're just people were just so upset. Started throwing (laughs) pickles. (laughs) Where did they get the pickles?
0: They brought them in their pockets. Uh, I, I loved the album. This is from in high school. Speak for yourself. And then I was like, okay, we're talking about that song. I'm gonna listen to it. Uh, you called it, Ryan. It is one good song. Is it really? album yeah. of just weird shit that does not does not track anymore.
1: And you know, I like. I don't know if we can call her a one-hit wonder, because this wasn't a hit. Uh, <laughs> but it it definitely feels like that sort of thing where like everything just fucking clicked here. Mm-hmm. And if you're an Imagine Heat fan, you might hate this song. You know? Yeah. You, you like the like the typical poetry. Uh, this is a song that is what I believe to be the sound of leaves falling on the ground, and that's like that's the kind of music you're into. But everything happened here, like it all clicked.
0: All right, so we all agree we love this song. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're finally allowed to talk about "Dear Sister," Ryan, Caitlin, yeah. Cassie, Mike. yeah, Mike. On a Saturday Night Live episode on April fourteenth, and two thousand and seven, a literal did a little digital short was aired called The Shooting, later called Dear Sister. The short satirized the final scene of the O.C.'s second season finale. The Lonely Island actually had the idea before they were ever hired and had previously recorded a lo-fi version of the short. Really? Sorry,
1: you're reading. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: The NBC network, uh, which normally uploads the digital shorts, didn't because of musical issues – but also because two days after it aired, the Virginia Tech shooting happened.
3: Oh. And then,
0: uh, which was Oof. the deadliest school shooting in modern U.S. history. Uh, and then people started to criticize not only The Lonely Island, but also anybody who was recreating the sketch. Uh, if you could, Cassie, describe the sketch.
2: So- <laughs> Now I feel like a monster coming in on that part. Of oh,
0: there's been a thousand school shootings since then. It's fine. We didn't even watch. Past, we didn't fine. even watch first graders get shot and say, "Nope, we're not changing anything yet."
2: It's all good. But yes, yeah, so for the skit, it's like uh, you just get to see basically everybody. It starts with this guy writing a note to his sister, and he's describing what he thinks is going to happen. And It ends up being that like ev- all these people are going to come in and they all get shot, but you know, SNL style. They got to shoot each other multiple times. The camera angles, you have to like be shot and then come back up and still be able to shoot and you just got to really focus in on the face.
1: Uh, (laughs)
0: Really focus in on
2: the face.
1: Mike, I know this is episode 100 where we all just roast each other and talk about why everything, why everybody's awful, but I do want to give you props as a host for going to Cassie on that one and not Caitlin because on an episode of Movie of the Year called Detective Pikachu, (laughs) uh, she was asked... (laughs) She was asked to talk about what happened in that skit called Detective Pikachu and gave every single detail of every second of the movie.
0: Yeah, no, I listened and heard host Greg say, give me Detective Pikachu in three sentences and heard a second by second <laughs> breakdown.
1: To be fair, seen, to be fair there was very few periods in what she said. That was two or three sentences.
0: Okay, so it's just like Virginia Woolf style writing, but talking about Detective Pikachu. Ryan, if you could, could you start to play dear sister for us and we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll do one of those uh, box openings videos oh yeah first but of it's... all can you guys believe how long Annie Sandberg's hair was then
1: and they were all kids do you know how old I feel watching these people
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: so Sandberg just shot Hater
3: it just comes in so quick
1: what one of the crazy things is that Look if you trail. have seen the OC season two finale, you're like, oh, I get it. But you most likely have not. And you're like, what yeah. the fuck is going on right now?
0: And so you don't know how Pitch Perfectly hater got Trey's face of turning around oh. looking offended that he just got shot. Not the surprised. Disgusted. <laughs> Did you guys ever so the Lonely Island that came big on SNL, do you know have you ever seen the boo?
3: No, I Maybe. Describe
0: so, it. I'm sure you can dig in YouTube. It was very, very early YouTube. <laughs> Somebody I'm else sorry. got shot, so. Hater <laughs> <laughs> just shot Sandberg after he looked surprised, and now we get to see his slow blood coming out, disgusted face. And, and it's I'm, the turnaround. And look over, the look over <laughs> the
2: shoulder.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike, real quick. The Boo sounds like it's a show, a TV show, where it's like the, and then a nickname for a different part of Southern California.
0: Uh-huh. And the Boo was making fun of people who lived in Malibu and reality TV shows at the time. And it's how the Lonely Island ended up as an SNL. Do some deep digging. If this sketch makes you feel old, go watch these actual teenagers. I
1: I mean that was the trend Shia LaBeouf here. That was the trend at the time, right? Like we had the O C, the Boo, Lost in H B, like everybody was doing this sort of thing.
0: All the greats. Go on YouTube and find those. Find You can find the OC. You can definitely find the Boo. Find Lost in HB on YouTube and really check out and see what happened when somebody used their condom on Evan last night.
1: So this is uh, post-Even Stevens, pre-I'm-gonna-go-crazy Shia yes. LaBeouf. This is when we were all fans, right?
2: This Transformers.
1: And then Wig comes in. Dear sister, by the time you read this... <laughs>
0: So, LaBeouf just shot Wig. Is it just because we are in 2020 and now I'm I'm a tight butthole white male... It's weird that they each shoot each other once and then three dudes just shoot the woman a thousand <laughs> times,
3: right? Well, It just really escalated at that point. I think it just, whoever came in next is going to get shot, and it happened to be Kristen Wick, who was the sister.
1: Yeah, and then shot more. Like, to be fair, she I do shot think a that. a lot. If you're the fifth person walking in here, you're going to get shot a lot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but does she get to shoot? Because then it's equal rights. If she shoots somebody, it's all yeah, good. That's,
0: that's how America works. Yeah. <laughs> So the two cops walk in and start reading the letter.
1: We have Sadekus and Armisen.
0: Yeah. And it describes exactly what's <laughs> happening.
1: P.S. Then two cops will read this letter and shoot each other. Now, isn't that the most ridiculous thing
3: you? <laughs> 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 they do the look so good, <laughs> and then and then the songs play over each other. It is. So-
0: bafflingly good, which so many of the digital shorts were.
1: Yeah, I mean, like they had to know going in that, like, look, we love the OC, we love the season two finale. We got to do something about it. We're gonna do a lo-fi version and then a high-fi version. But they still had that, like, that ability to be like, if you ne- if you do not know what the OC is, we're gonna get you. <laughs> There's a certain gunpoint uh, or a gunshot at like in this skit where like you're, you're gonna you're gonna not be able to help yourself. <laughs> Uh,
2: I had didn't know that this was like a parody on the OC finale until I went to school the next like on Monday and everybody mm -hmm. like tied it all together for me. Like at that point, it was just an incredibly funny sketch to me. And then they were like, "No, it's based on a show." And then I was like, "Oh my god, I need to see this."
1: Were you nervous, Cassie, going to school the next day, like walking into the class, thinking, "I don't know, am I the fourth one? Because otherwise, so many people are going to shoot me."
2: Straight up, we did recreate this anytime we passed each other in the halls. It was unbearable for teachers. Like, it was just us throwing each other, like, throwing on the ground, just saying, "Mm, what you say? Everybody would stop and sing it. It was unbearable. Oh,
1: my God. That is the most riverside version of glee I have ever heard in my entire life.
0: (laughs) There's got to be guns. That is all the time we have to talk about, dear sister. When we come back, trivia. Noopsies. I don't know why it took me that long to realize. I don't know what to call the groovy of you, so of course it should be noopsies. <laughs> it is episode 100, and I feel like we really have just jerked off and barely talked about the OC, the reason for the season. So we're going to celebrate the best, the most underrated and seminal show of the early aughts, and the only way we know how to celebrate anything, with motherfucking trivia. Trivia!
1: And Mike, I think this is awesome because it's going to be me versus you, because no one else is stupid enough to challenge. Me and you like that's good opponents. But who yeah, else would sure. possibly be stupid enough to say, "Oh, you know what? I want to do this too."
3: You are about to be taken down both of you. This oh is, my so god. It's I, so cute. I haven't watched <laughs> The OC in days, months, maybe even a year or two, but I'm going to take you down.
1: Also, just so everybody knows, Cassie and the uh, you know, the company who made Seen It um, they made questions about all four seasons of the OC. So oh, that's going to be interesting shit.
0: too. <laughs> Caitlin, how many scenes of the OC have you
1: seen?
3: Like three and a half. Okay, oh, okay.
0: Ryan, all four?
1: Yeah, Mike, it's all fucking four, idiot.
0: <laughs> I I, the host of the O C D have seen the first two seasons three times and that's it. So this will be interesting.
2: <laughs> can I say like who I'm taking bets on that'll win this all right now? It's Caitlin. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not gonna be you, Caitlyn, that is so adorable. <laughs> but I, I feel like Mike can be an underdog.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm an OC historian, as is Ryan, and I, I believe we could go toe-to-toe. And because of that, Cassie, you will be hosting us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan and I will have a competition, and then Caitlin will here, be here, too.
2: <laughs> and Caitlin is just here for fun, here for a good time. But yeah, if I'm taking over now, we are going to do three rounds, you guys. The first one's going to focus on pop culture, second dialogue, three details, and then a bonus round. I said three, but you can't forget about the bonus speed round, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Now I'm ready to host. Ready to get this going. All right, I'm going to start with Ryan. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, Ryan, your first question for 100 points. Which member of the OC cast appeared as himself on the HBO series Unscripted? What the fuck? Yeah, dog. (laughs) Come on, little master. I'm going to steal it. Uh, (laughs) We don't
1: steal. I'm going to say Adam Brody.
2: Uh, incorrect. Tate Donovan. Are you even a fan of your boy?
0: (laughs) I knew it was Tate Donovan. (laughs)
2: Are you even... All right, Ryan. So that was worth 100 points. You did not get it. Your next question worth 200 points. The episode, The mall mall episode, contains songs by which artists? Beck, Bob Dylan, or Will Oldham?
0: Bullshit.
1: Uh, I believe it is a Beck-filled episode.
2: Oh, it is indeed a Beck-filled episode. That is 200 (laughs) points for you, Ryan. All right, your next question and final one for 300. Which member of the OC cast received a Tony nomination for his portrayal of Edmund Tyrone in Eugene's O'Neill's Long Day's Journey into Night? Oh. Peter Gallagher, Tate Donovan, or Chris Carmack?
1: All right, Chris Carmack is Luke, so that's no. Uh, there's no way. Um, And we already did a Tate Donovan one, so I'm going to say Peter Gallagher.
2: You are correct. Look at you. Wow. All right. 300 was points. It,
1: it was is. weird, though, with uh, his Gallagher performance that in the play, he would just smash watermelons onto the front row.
2: <laughs> All right, Caitlin, you feel like you can follow up that performance? I've got it. All right. Your first pop culture question for 100 points. Name the band that the, that performs the OC theme song, California.
3: <laughs> Phantom Planet. That it's
2: is the hall correct. the
0: Holophonics.
2: Holophonics, <laughs> <laughs> the real one in our hearts. But that is right. That is 100 points for you. Next question for 200. Which member of the OC cast appeared as Faith
3: Taylor on the Days of Our Lives? Oh, man. I'm going to go with... um, Do I have to know the actor's name? Yeah. Yeah, that is specifically
2: what they are. Adam Brody. Brody. (laughs) Uh, No, incorrect. Melinda Clark.
3: Yeah, I don't know people's names, darn.
2: Oh, darn. Oh, (laughs) darn.
3: That's Julie Cooper.
2: Yeah. Got Got to know Julie Cooper. All right. Your last one for 300 points. What boys to men song is Seth listening to to assuage his sor- sorrow over summer going to Italy with Zach?
3: Oh, spoilers! Um oh, fuck! I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any boys to men song. Oh, How dare you, you? How fucking <laughs> dare know, you? I Negative
2: don't. points. It is end of road. You get nothing, and you deserve nothing. Okay, Mike, are you ready?
0: I I knew all their answers, so I'm sure I'm not going to know anything right now.
2: (laughs) All right. Your first question, 100 points. Which band can be heard in The Accomplice, The Black Keys, Black Knight, or The White Stripes?
0: The Black Keys.
2: That is correct. 100 points. Mike, your next question. Rosalind Chow plays Dr. Kim, the Dean of Harbor. Which sci-fi franchise did she co-star in as Kiko O'Brien?
0: Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Holy hell, what the <laughs> fuck? <dude? laughs>
2: oh my God. What the hell? This underdog right here, oh, 200 points. <laughs> okay, for 300 points, Mike. What country is Alan Dale from?
0: What country is who from?
2: Uh, Alan Dale. Wales. New Zealand. But <laughs> you know what? Still an impressive round out of you guys. Uh, for your next round, we are going to go into dialogue. Should I go in between? Do you want to do all three for each of you guys or separate? Yeah. All three? Yeah, no, you could go through three.
1: All right. Uh, point update. I've got five. Mike has three. Caitlin has one. Woo! And that will be her last one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> going on record right now. All right, Ryan, are you ready?
1: Yeah. Wait, all I'm right. sorry. The details? Is that what you said? The
2: dialogue. dialogue.
1: The dialogue. Okay.
0: That matters. That could definitely change how you're going <laughs> to <Yes>. answer <that. laughs>
2: But this is dialogue. So your first question for 100 points. What song does Sandy sing for Kirsten, Chris Kirsten, oh, in their twentieth anniversary?
1: Oh, um, oh, I just too good to be true.
2: No, I'm sorry. It is "Don't Give Up on Me" by <sighs> Solomon Burke. Hmm. All right, your next shot for 200 points. What is Marissa talking about when she says, it's just like this weird, horrible thing hanging over us, like the elephant in the room or an, in- in- or an intensive care unit?
1: Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, her and Ryan's breakup.
2: Honestly, I would have loved that. It is Trey's coma is what she's talking <laughs> about there. <laughs> oh, oh bro, shit,
1: that's right. She bro, does not kill bro, uh, Trey. Yeah.
2: Spoilers. 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 We thought he was dead, but no. All right, Ryan, you haven't gotten any, but you get a shot right now at 300. What does Carter describe as a photo opportunity for 55-year-old women with 25-year-old breasts?
1: Uh, Newport Living, the magazine?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In for the real question.
2: Got it where it mattered. All right, Caitlin. Yes. Your turn at dialogue for 100 points. Who tells Kristen, I'll see your fugitive former flame and raise you a lesbian daughter?
3: Oh, my God. Um,
2: uh, what does that sound like to you? Who, who would say that? Uh, her father. Close. Julie. You, no, know, you know Julie has to represent that. You thought tonight.
0: Caleb was telling Kirsten she's a lesbian? Yes.
2: <laughs> my lesbian daughter. All right. 200 points. In the anger management, who does Julie tell? I think it's time you left, don't you? This town's only really big enough for one man- manipulative bitch. Julie Cooper? Uh, no, Julie is saying this. So oh, she's, Julie, it's oh, not Julie's in the mirror. In I would
1: mirror. love that. She looks in the mirror and <laughs> says that. That's fucking straight up Julie Cooper.
3: <laughs> oh, God. It's one of the other moms. Uh, Let's we'll go Kirsten. We'll just say Kirsten. I can't remember anyone else's names.
2: Uh, the answer is Charlotte. And, of course, we all remember Charlotte. Yep. Uh, all
1: that's Jerry Ryan, who is about to come up, who played Seven of Nine, Mike. On... De- Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> Voyager. <laughs> God, and he's...
0: again in Picard. Oh, my God.
2: The fact that you are nerdy in so many aspects is really coming through for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, <and> it <laughs>
0: knows no depth. <laughs> All
1: right, oh, Caitlin, I, I'm can... so nervous about a new podcast called Deep Space Nine CD, where I have to go through this <laughs> shit with my...
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Caitlin, you can be just like Ryan and make it up with 300 right now. Who tells Kirsten, I made a mistake, Kiki, a naked mistake? Uh, It's going to be Daddy. What, telling, talking to her
3: daughter? What is, oh, God, your mind is a wild place. That is Julie Cooper. She listened
0: to how Ryan and I talk about Caleb too much.
3: It was the kiki, the fact that he called her kiki.
2: Okay. Oh, man. All right, Mike, your chance. We're going to start off with 100 points. Who tells Julie, you have my, you have my cell if Caleb kicks and you need to help counting your cash.
0: That would be Lance.
2: That is Marissa, like a good daughter. She's there to keep track of the books.
1: (laughs) She's the State Farm of
2: Daughters. (laughs) Like like a good daughter. All right, for 200 points. Of whom does Sandy say he was my mentor in law school? I wouldn't be a lawyer if it weren't for him.
1: Oh, shit.
0: That would be Rebecca's father. I don't know his name, shit.
2: Oh, man, I want to give it to you. Max Bloom.
1: Oh. Max, Bloom.
2: Max Bloom. All right, three hundred again. You can make it up with this. Who does who does Seth tell? I get that. I get that. What happened seems really overwhelming, but I think you and I have a lot to be grateful for. Most of all, that we didn't start dating.
0: He tells that to Marissa Cooper.
1: No, wait. It's, it's got to be Lindsay, right?
0: It is Lindsay.
2: Because aren't right. they related?
0: Oh, that's
2: <laughs> right. But Ryan, you get no points for that. It wasn't your question but you can get a shot right now because it is our third round. We're going to start with you again, and this is for our the details round. So now we're getting into the nitty-gritty.
1: I thought we would all have hundreds of thousands of points. <laughs> like th- We are not doing good, guys.
2: It's a hard these, game. These questions are very intense. I, I have a not- solid hundred right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan said that's all you're getting, so... Just mentally prepare for that.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, if she gets another one right, I'm just not going to record it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's just not for the record. All right, Ryan, for 100 points, what character formerly edited magazines called The Ugly American and Revolution? That's Carter. That is Carter. 100 points for you. Next question for 200. Trying to impress Alex. What does Seth steal during Jimmy Cooper's going away party?
1: Trying to impress a car, his grandpa's car.
2: Can you give me a specific car?
1: Are you serious?
2: (laughs) Seen it once. The details, Ryan, not your (laughs) weak-ass car. (laughs) Give me the details.
1: I'm going to say a Mercedes.
2: No, it is an Aston Martin. Mm. Holy
0: shit. Little James Bond.
2: Little James Bond. All right. For 300 points, where does Marissa help Trey get a job?
1: Uh, At his apartment complex. No, wait. yeah, that'll be my answer.
2: It is so you misunderstood the question, but like, where does she get him a job? to? like, where is he working?
1: Is it the bait shop?
2: It is the bait shop.
3: Like, I so know we all one.
0: better get a second shot at this question. <laughs> Shut up!
2: <laughs> all right, three hundred. I will give you guys as many shots as it takes as if I can help. Caitlin, especially you. Yeah, please. we got some ground to w- make up for one hundred points. Where did Anna move to the OC from? Philly. Okay, uh, and if you could get,
3: bring it, get more? Like, more than Philadelphia? I don't fucking know any places in there, so. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: She's is. She's like, what, Fishtown? What part of Philly oh. do you want to say?
3: <laughs> what do Crunchy you want? rolls. that's all I know. It
2: is Pittsburgh.
1: Oh.
0: It's oh. Anna from Pittsburgh.
1: It's, it's a different oh.
0: city in Pennsylvania, which is the state.
2: There we go. Mike knows it all. He's got
0: that. From there,
2: it's <laughs> so proud. It always, like, if you bring it up, it was a personal attack on Mike right there. It sure was. Okay, your redemption for two hundred points. Who shoots Trey at the end of season? Two? <laughs> Are you serious? Are you? That's a Cooper? Yes,
0: yes, it is. I wanted Caitlin. to say any Sandberg, so bad.
2: <laughs> that is two hundred points for. That's the- I saying.
1: What is the title of the show called O.C.?
2: <laughs> the whole reason you are here, can you tell me for 200 points. All right, Caitlin, 300. What Atomic County character has powers that include a passion for fashion?
3: Oh, man. This is one of Seth's people. It's whoever Summer's based upon, I'm guessing. I don't remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just create a
2: comic, comic book name. You get in the mind of Seth right now. Flower uh, Flower Power. So close, Cosmo
3: girl. Oh man! <laughs> All right. Mike.
1: Whereas Seth is, I'm, I'm sorry, Summer is uh, Little Miss Vixen. Little Miss Vixen.
3: Oh, that's right. Idiot.
2: <laughs> 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 it took till the third round for you guys to start roasting her, but I'm glad we got there. <laughs> All right, Mike. For 100 points, what college has Sandy always hoped Seth would go to? Berkeley. Berkeley, indeed. So 100 points, Mike. For 200. In The New Kids on the Block, who does Caleb appoint as CEO of his company? Julie Cooper. Yes, sir. 200. And for 300, what is the nickname used for the fashionable and moneyed ladies of Newport Beach?
1: Oh, shit.
2: Noopsies. (laughs) Man, that round could have been made more easy for you.
0: They didn't know what we would latch on to (laughs) so
2: Or did they know specifically?
1: Hey, let's take a break before we get to the speed round. So when we come back... The final round.
0: Noopsies, which is definitely a word I've always known. Suck it. We are back with the speed round. And before we enter that, Ryan, please shout out those points.
1: I have 12 points. Uh, Mike, you were getting destroyed. But in that third round, you sort of crushed. So you have nine points. And then the difference between me and you. Is three points, which is what Caitlin currently has.
2: <laughs> Man, Caitlin, you know what? You can make it up in this one. I fully believe in you. I, is this I is this
1: one of those game all. shows where like none of it matters except for the yeah. final round? Yeah, one like, hundred. Does it all come down to this? Exactly.
2: This is some Mario where, Party bullshit where that's all about the bonus. <laughs> oh,
0: but don't fucking talk to me about that. So oh, we're supposed to be able, just be fun with friends the whole night. <laughs> Fuck you, Mario Party. Fuck
2: I. You.
1: I smirked in the corner 17 times, which means I get a star, which means I win the game. (laughs) All
2: right. Are you guys ready for the star bullshit right now? Yes, please.
1: That is the first time I've ever heard anybody talk shit on Mario Party, guys.
2: (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. Please don't tell anybody. They'll freak out.
2: Real original stuff I'm bringing to this podcast right now, and you guys are fucking welcome for it. Do we start with Ryan or you're in the lead, Ryan? Should we put you to last?
1: Yeah. Why don't we go with Caitlin? Like, what are we doing right now?
2: Oh, we are doing a speed round. You each are going to get 20 seconds to answer as many questions as you can and get as many points as possible. So, Caitlin, 20 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Yes. All right, ready? And why couldn't Sandy and Jimmy open their restaurant on time?
3: Because they didn't have
2: money. Who tells Marissa there's drinking, crying, cops cry- Is
1: that right or wrong? That is wrong. <laughs> okay.
2: So, incorrect. Who tells Marissa there's drinking, crying, cops, and then it must be Christmas? Christmas Who
3: says it? (laughs) Seth. Right, incorrect. My time's up. (laughs) That was it? Cassie, could you fucking read? (laughs) I have never been able to (laughs) in my life.
0: (laughs) Is this breaking the rules of speed round uh, give Caitlin just two more questions?
1: Yeah, no, I say she can have a full new 20. Like, that was awful. (laughs) Like, like, bring it all the way back.
2: All the way around. That was your warm-up round? (laughs) Start the clock. All right, I'll try again.
1: Cassie. Yeah. All right. Put the Spanish version of the OCC in it away. Just use the English one, bro. Yeah, that it's was totally easier. my
2: problem. I was translating it. This, these are,
0: Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. These are so but, long,
1: these questions. If, uh, if she gets it right or wrong, tell me. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's kind important. of important into a trivia question. You got it, man. I'm loving all these notes and taking them in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ten bucks says right now that she starts reading, and she's like, the dialogue. The pop culture, and she just has a category <laughs> card, and she just wants Caitlyn to answer those. <laughs> oh, Cassie. You're uh, my favorite host.
2: <laughs> I'm great at this. All right, Caitlyn, 20 seconds. Are you ready? Yes. All right, ready? Go. What does Caleb give to Julie as a wedding gift? A flower. Nope, it's a house. <laughs> Seth is asking about his relationship with whom, when he asks, am I dating the female me, like me, but as a girl? Summer. Nope, it is Anna. Oh, Michelle balls. Hurd, Miss Fisher Harbor School's guidance counselor, appeared in sauce. Fox's skin with which other cast member of the OC? Olivia Wilde, Alan Dale, or Kelly Rowan? Uh, Olivia Wilde. Yes, that no, is 100 okay. that's, points.
3: That's all my time.
2: <laughs> got one. Got one.
3: <laughs> Olivia
2: Wilde. Alright. Do we uh, just want to compliment me on my reading right there? Because I did get through two whole questions. I, <laughs> I'm <laughs>
0: impressed that the one you definitely couldn't read right is what
1: she got
3: correct. <laughs> she, The way she emphasized Olivia Wilde.
1: Did she get that right? Because She said a little while. And that's the noise that Caitlin often makes no matter what the situation is. A little while.
0: Just every 17 and a half minutes.
2: (laughs) 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 All right, Mike, we're going to go to you next. Are you ready? I will do my best at reading. So ready. Okay, ready. 20 seconds on the clock and go. Which of Sandy Cohen's features does Seth fear he will inherit? Eyebrows. Yes. Where is Seth standing when he says, "Yes, Brad, she's dating the emo geek." That's right. I'm a big dork, and I'm listening to emo, and I'm dating her.
0: On the table in the coffee shop area of the school. It is so
2: close. It is atop a coffee cart. The name, the first band to play at the bait shop. Modest. Manners? Time. The Walkman. Fuck.
1: Who the fuck? The I feel. Twenty bad. seconds is too short. Can <laughs> we do yeah, another? Let's no. do. We can't do more.
0: No, we can't. The board's saying,
2: nope. <laughs> They're saying it right now. All right, Ryan, it is all down to you. Are you ready?
1: I already won.
0: <laughs> oh, then yes, we're going to do another round.
1: No, I'm, Yeah, I'm saying, like, give me my 20, and then let's each have a 40 or something. Why don't sure. we
3: give Caitlin 40, Mike 30, and then Ryan 20? <laughs> all right, I'm ready. Okay, so we're doing 20 seconds for you right now, correct? 20 for me. 20. Okay,
2: ready, and go. In the third wheel, who does Oliver get out of jail? Uh, Sandy? Yes. Who does Kirsten describe as the smart political Jewish woman that you were supposed to marry before you ended up with me? The Nana? No, Mary. Mary. (laughs) (laughs) So no, that is incorrect. Bradley Skywalker and Logan Marshall Green both played what character on the OC? Trey. Yes, correct.
0: Time. Two correct. All right, so now 30 around the clock? 30s? 30s? Is that what we're saying? Okay.
2: And I'm going to start with, who'd we start with, Caitlin? Me. Caitlin.
1: It's Caitlin, for sure.
2: Yeah. All right, Caitlin, Dream Team, are you ready for this? You're yes, getting 30 so. seconds this time. Ready and go. Zach and Seth end up rolling in the curtains Curtains fighting at what event?
3: Uh, homecoming.
2: The launch of their graphic novel. Who does Seth tell if somebody would have told me last year that you and I would be the two loneliest people in Newport? I wouldn't have believed them. Well, at least not the you part. Uh, uh, Marissa. Correct. Which member of the OC cast played Jesse Zuz, Zosmers in George Clooney's 2005 feature it's film time. Good Night and Good Luck?
3: I don't fucking know. It's time. It's Tate Donovan. <laughs> oh, balls. Oh, darn. Oh, darn. Oh, darn.
2: All right, Mike, are you ready for your 30 seconds? Ready.
1: I have a strange feeling that we can't believe how quick 30 seconds are. Yeah. And oh, our th- listeners are like, I can't believe how long 30 <laughs> seconds Shit. are.
3: Guys, I did 20 seconds again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: nope nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. nope. <laughs> we
2: certainly on. will not stand <laughs> mike you are gonna take advantage of these full 30 seconds are you ready
0: it's so ready all right, ready and unless caitlin fucks it up with the timer <laughs> <laughs> i fucked it up for myself <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right and 30 on the clock ready go sandy loses his job at partridge savage and con because he's representing whom
0: his dad uh, in law.
2: <laughs> good save. Who does? Who describes her life by saying, my parents had enough, said, go away, get a job, move out, which I did. I got my own studio in the numbered streets, and I work here, and I've never been happier. Alex. That is correct. Which member of the OC cast played the fiddle in the Irish band called the McMuffins, Benjamin and McKenzie or Tate Donovan? Tate Donovan. That is correct. Who does? Sand- where does Sadie and Kirsten think Ryan and Seth are going when they really headed to Tijuana last before school starts? Time. That's Comic-Con. That's correct. Who Time. is Seth's- Time. All right. <laughs> Whew. Excellent bonus round, Mike. Thank you. It's really nice to have an extra ten seconds, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yes, you should have given yourself that ten seconds.
2: There's no one no one to be mad at here but you.
1: It oh. was a bad strategy, Caitlin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you as the underdog, you don't sabotage yourself. That's not how it works. Okay, Ryan, you get thirty seconds now. Are you ready? Yes. Alright. Ready? go in season two the x-factor what are three guys get together for a guy's night out what three guys
1: what three guys that is seth ryan and zach
2: that is correct who tells seth i've never listened to my own parents suddenly i feel compelled to listen to yours
1: uh that is summer
2: no incorrect alex which member of the oc cast played a young actress inadvertently interviewed by hugh grant in the film Notting hill
1: that is Misha Barton. You
2: know it. What cityscape do Summer and Seth paint on Marissa's bedroom wall at her father's apartment?
1: Paris-Francais. Time.
0: Nice. Solid. Count up them points. And All right. Give me an extra hundred. You guys ready? <laughs> you know what? Give Kayla an extra
3: yeah! Pity points! No, don't do it. Oh, man. All right.
1: No, no, I will. Caitlin, <laughs> <Kaylin>, I will. <laughs> no, no, no. It's totally fine, Mike, if we do. Um... Caitlin, you are going from 500 to 600 points. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah. No, celebrate <laughs> that shit. Clean it up. Uh, hold on. Uh, uh, okay. Mike, you have 1,500 points.
0: Okay. Pretty respectable. Solid. And Ryan.
1: Ryan. Ryan.
2: Ryan. Ryan. It's on Hackman. Ryan. Boom shakalaka!
1: 2,100 <laughs> points. Oh <my> <laughs> Interesting. What do you mean interesting? It's it's
0: an interesting turnout. Uh, Thank you all so much for joining us for the 100th episode of the OCD. Caitlin, thank you for coming and pretending to play. Cassie, (laughs) thank you for hosting that segment. You guys, thank you for sharing all your thoughts on all the segments. Ryan, thank you for just being my partner through all of this.
1: Of course. Can I just say real quick that, uh, Mike, you did leave for four months to go on a honeymoon that was supposed to – honeymoons are supposed to be like four or five days. Uh-huh. Uh, You put your butt in every country in the world. Yeah. um, And so I want to thank Cass and Caitlin for filling in for that mm-hmm. crazy, crazy summer. You're welcome. Um, it
0: was a blast. That was my Portland. I watched Seth do it. So I was like, yeah, yeah I get it.
1: <laughs> and I th- Mike, before you left on your supermoon, you said, yeah, have them fill in. You guys cannot talk about the actual show, the OC. <laughs> yeah. And so. Every week, we had to come up with topics that were about the show, but not about the show, and so that was hard. Thanks for that.
0: And some of those are the most popular episodes we've yes, ever made. Yes, that is true.
1: <laughs> I I think the five most downloaded episodes of the OCD are Ryan, Cassie, and Caitlin episodes. Um, and yeah, Mike, we're gonna take a little break for a while. We're gonna yes, we're gonna
0: take some time off.
1: We're gonna wait. But I uh, I gotta say, man, it's this has been it's gonna be like a month, right? It's not. It's not yeah, the end of the gonna world. it's
0: going to be a month or two. It's, not, it's not the... Well, what we're doing is the end of the world. What's around us might be. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So we're going to do it as long as the world's there. But uh, I don't know, man. This is, a, this is a really good time with you. I appreciate yes. us on this show.
0: I've had fun on this podcast and only this podcast. Uh, <laughs> thank you to the Holophonics for making all of our sweet, sweet tunes. You guys should check them out. They did have a new album that just came out a couple months ago. Check out YourPopFilter.com if you're going to miss the OCD. Check out all of our other things we make. It's on your popfilter.com, like the superhero show show and movie of the year. Uh if you want to support us a little, go to patreon.com slash your pop filter, pick a tier, rate a tier. Uh where can people reach us, Ryan?
1: You can email us, contact at your popfilter.com if you think that a month is way too long for us to be off. Uh let us know if you think that a month is not enough time for you and you would like it to be two or three months. Contact at YourPotFilter.com. Also, we're on Twitter, at YourPotFilter. We're on Instagram, at YourPotFilter. Is that it?
0: That is it. Uh, Caitlin and Cassie, what is another podcast people should check out if they liked the two of you and not us?
2: If you like the two of us and not you guys, for sure check out Unnatural 20s because it is us and our other friend who, I guess, she's the better of all of us. So if you especially want the best of us, that we have another one books. and We just hang out, and talk, roll d D20, talk about nerd stuff bring utter chaos
3: to the world yeah
1: this would based on the fact that i brought up the whole thing where like your guys's ocd episodes were the most downloaded this would be the time where you guys tell us that the episode that i was on and mike was on are the most downloaded Mm -hmm. of unnatural Mm -hmm. 20s yeah
2: yeah well, you, you already said it, Ryan, so thanks for doing okay. it. Okay,
1: <laughs> so it is fact, then. It is officially fact, then.
2: It came from straight from your mouth, so you heard it from your mouth to your ears.
1: <laughs> from Ryan's mouth to Ryan's ears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is all the time we have on the 100th episode of the OCD. Do you guys know the outro enough that we should all say it together?
3: Stick it. We'll,
0: we'll see you in a couple months, but until then... Stay, Stay day, Dad, day dad and, and get, get me those, those Green Lantern JPEG Latro.
1: Also, if I can have one more thing. Go bananas, go bananas, go bananas. So much <coughs> you say. Oh that you only meant well.
0: Well, cause you did much say. Mm, that
2: it's all for the because it is what you
0: say That mm, it's what we need You decided this What you say
1: mm, What did you say California California